0: Come on, you yellow. Flying high
1: below today. Welcome to The Original, the Talker United Yellow Army podcast brought to you each week by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes of the Herald Express and Devon Live. We'll talk you through the latest news from Plainmore, we'll chat to the people making the news around the club. You can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, on Spotify, and on iTunes. Welcome to a chilly Yellow Army podcast a couple of weeks before Christmas, Rich.
0: I'm looking at your Christmas tree and you've got red and white shirts on it.
1: Red and white shirt, uh, yes, they are. Yeah, and, well, it's Christmas yeah. colours, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Red and, it looks suspiciously like an Exodus City no, shirt.
1: It's, it's, I not mean, not Exodus City
0: shirts don't have reindeers on them,
1: <laughs> well, <but> not yet. <laughs> they might do a special edition for the boxing day game or something like that. But,
0: uh, oh, do you remember that? Do you, do you remember that uh, uh and Exodus swapped for April Fool's Day once?
1: That I do, you like weren't a responsible balloon. for that one, No, were you?
0: no. I did do an April Fool's joke on the Talk United website once, but um, if I've got the seasons all mixed up.
1: Yeah, they <laughs> they did one once where Talkie signed an Argentinian player called Primo Aprio. Okay, which I, which I is, think the BBC did that one, and that was quite good. Right, because that's first of April in is that um, is that in Spanish? Is April Fool's all
0: mixed up? Is it? It is. But, uh, I did I did one um, when I was working for the club, so it's going back to Mike Bateson's time where. Because uh, he was always, he always liked to to, to harp on about how, what he was doing to the pitch during the summer, didn't uh-huh. he? When uh, yeah. during yeah. close season, and I uh, I did a story about the fact that Sutton seeds have been invited to bring on their seedlings onto onto <laughs> the pitch during the summer to bring them on. I'd have fallen for that. Few people I would fell for that. Have
1: fallen yeah. for that. <laughs> we digress. Yeah, it's Christmas. And it's Christmas. <laughs> Uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, a great win at Dagenham and Redbridge on Saturday Suddenly makes everything feel a little bit better.
0: Well, uh, I think I started the the the, the match report with what a difference a win makes.
1: Yeah, doesn't um,
0: it? Just I mean, it makes you feel better all week, doesn't it?
1: Being all Scrooge about it though. The oh, key don't now- be Scrooge. Yeah, but the key now is to keep it going.
0: Oh yeah, of course. Well, Gary Gary said in the interview that we're about to hear. Um, uh, uh, spoiler alert! But uh, we don't need. You know, one one win is great, but you Know we need three on the trot to really build the confidence, and uh, um, I know I think uh, that one of my friends texted me after I'd done the story about Asa Hall saying we could be up there in the mix, um, with, with some words, sort of, are, are you joking, kind of thing, but um, you know.
1: The gaps aren't big, are they? They're, are they? they're not you, big. They're not
0: big. I know f- that we're still in the relegation zone. And it's ridiculous yeah. to start talking about anything more than that, and uh, that's why Gary wasn't. But um,
1: eh. well, we, it was, it's, it, there's a long way to go. Getting the run together is what matters. Let yeah.
0: Well, what matters is
1: getting out of the relegation yeah. zone first and foremost,
0: and and being clear enough of it so that when you do have a blip, a loss, that you don't drop back into it. Absolutely because exactly. that's because that's the. Def- you know, the, the, the one when the other day when we, we went up to, you know, a couple of, off the, when we came off the bottom the first yeah. time, you yeah. think, oh, we're off the bottom, and then you drop back down again, yeah. oh, on the. So it's, you know, it's. Um, yeah. It's a long process. It's a long it? process. Long it's process. not. Rome wasn't built in a day.
1: So let's go off and hear what Gary had to say at his press conference only about 10 minutes ago. We were, uh, we we're on the ball. Uh, this morning apologies yeah. by the way for the late podcast last week we had all manner of technical problems that were too difficult for you and i to sort well
0: out. i'm blaming WeTransfer. i edit it don't i at my house and then send it to you to upload to the system and WeTransfer was not playing ball last week it might be that that my uh broadband wasn't good enough for WeTransfer we transfer to play ball but whatever happened and i uh, couldn't get it through and then in the end i try i had to try and think
1: outside the box which i'm yeah. not very good at doing <laughs> Hopefully you're hearing this on a Thursday, as uh, as agreed. Yeah. Without further ado, there, it's quite a long chat with Gary this morning, and you ask him a, a question about loan signings towards the end. He's very interesting on the subject yeah. of loans. Yeah, so, I mean um, his his life is loans at the moment, isn't it? His life is loans. So uh, we'll let you listen to that, and we'll be back as ever on the other side of Gary Johnson.
2: Gaffer, when well, we come up here on press days, so there always seems to be a, a good vibe around the place. But that must have been even better after the win against staggering on
3: Saturday. Yes, um, the boys. We all needed the three points. That was very important to us because uh, I thought we all thought that the couple of games previous we deserved more than we actually got, and uh, so to go to Dagenham, uh, where we, I don't think we've beaten them for so many years, so you said, um, and get a result and deserve the result in, in my opinion, then um, it it was nice and there was a. It's always good for the lads. You, you, at the end of the game, we showed them a picture of uh, the end of the video and paused it. And every one of them was doing some form of celebration as the whistle went. And uh, and uh, and that shows me how much it meant to them to have you know gotten the the next result because it you know it'd been a little while coming. Having said that, you know we played. Uh, the last six league games because we had Derby in between um, and then we, we lost heavily a couple of times to, to Derby and to Cheltenham at chelten to um, Chesterfield. Chesterfield so um, it, we, we, we picked up eight points in the last six league games which is, is not top form but it's not low form either and uh, it's probably more than a few of the teams that we're competing with at the bottom at this moment in time, so we we need to keep that going and if we can keep that going through Christmas time, then that will be good. In the post-match analysis, were you able to come across
2: anything that you saw differently in the game against Dagenham that wasn't happening before? Do you think it was just
3: the time that it it was going to happen sooner or later? Yeah, I think so, I think we we did feel that, I mean a a lot of teams that are, are down there Feel that because that's things that they say to try and keep confidence. Um, but we certainly played with a, a lot of confidence, especially as it was a way of Dagenham. where often Dagenham have quite a lot of play against you. They get it wide. They get lots of crosses in, um, and sometimes you go there and, and it's a little bit backs to the wall. But we we had uh, we had a lot of play, so I felt we we had confidence in our in our passing and our keeping the ball. More and uh, and we are creating opportunities from it. So and that can only help with the confidence and the players wanting the ball, getting on the ball. Um, and the one thing they've always done, <coughs> we can never accuse uh, our lads of uh, not trying. You know, or looking a bit le- lethargic. Or yes, you know on occasions they've tired through. The, the games that they've all had to, to play, because you know, we've had a small squad for a little while and uh, a lot of them had to play the Saturday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Sunday, Saturday, you know, like games. So, um, but they were all happy. It was good to, to, to have the review in a positive light. I you picked up the three points. And uh, so for me, it was the, it was the confidence that they, they gained um, and they played with in that game.
2: And what was also quite pleasing is that you you did it, you got the result without without Aaron Jarvis and Brett McGavin who up so well against Gateshead seven days earlier, dare I say it, Gaffer, when they come back into the equation you're going to have even more competition for
3: players. Yeah, well it's not nice telling people they're not playing but it's always nice to know we've we've got a bigger squad that you can choose from and uh, it really does create, that competition does, Make people play five percent, ten percent better because they don't want to be out of the team. And uh, the way our bonus uh, system works, the boys have to be in the team. And um, and if they are, they're rewarded and, and we win. Um, and if they're not, then obviously you know, they need the fight to to build up their their wage as well as their. Um, uh, thoughts about playing in the first team because everybody wants to play in the first team. So it does raise the uh, standard and raise the, the competition raises the standard. And of course
2: this week you've got an extra day to prepare because the game's on TV. Usually we will be saying to you, is that going to change things, How the way you're out on the cameras now? This is the fourth time this season that your team's been on TV,
3: so you must be on hand at this now. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, becoming a drama, isn't it? Um, it's uh, it's good. We always enjoy you know, being on the on the screen because everybody does, um, and the lads see it as a as a chance to enhance their own personal uh, CVs, if you like. You know, where um, a lot of people are always watching uh, games on the TV through scouts and bigger clubs and et cetera, et cetera. Um, which we can't get away from, so that's some. But they'll see them anyway because all the games are on Y Scout, but it's nice to see it live. It's only live once, as they say, as I've said it before, as guys say it. But, um, but it's good because it, the only thing is it also picks up the opposition as well when, when they're, you know, they're at home, holding them this week, and uh, they'll want to show that they shouldn't be down there. We'll want to show that as well. So it will make for a good TV, I should think, that both teams need and want to win the game. It does have all the ingredients
2: of that proverbial six-pointer. Obviously, when Oldham came down at the start of the season, we were saying it was the first next Premier League club to come into this division. The fact that actually that they are uh, down near the foot of the table just shows even, gives even more evidence of the strength
3: of the Vanarama National League and the men. It does. There's a lot of evidence in that with the teams that got promoted doing okay. Um, you know, watching Stockport uh, play Charlton uh, last night. That was you know they they looked a, a classy group of people, group of players, um, and there is definitely um, a quality in the National League that's strong now. Um, you know, people have gone for it. I think this year probably 10, 12 teams have actually gone for it financially um, to try and get promoted, and uh, you know that's that's that creates big competition. And even the ones that haven't done that, you know, have, have won games. You know, it's it's not you, you can't. There's not an absolute certainty of a result in this league. You can't say Sanso's playing Sanso. There's a, that's a result 100% because it it's not working like that. It doesn't work like that. And uh, people have to respect us. They have to respect Scunthorpe. They have to respect Oldham, Gateshead, you know, ones that are in there at the minute. Mainstone, Hove, Ringy Oval, you know Everyone's getting a bit of a result. But you have to stick two or three results together. That's what you have to do. And uh, the team that does that will find themselves uh, out of trouble and uh, looking at the, the teams above them. Are you had a bit of a sickness bug, obviously, uh, last week. Is that all cleared up? Yeah, that's all cleared up. Um, it was uh, just a cold. I don't think it was flu, although some did have temperatures and things. But, um, yeah, it's all cleared up now. And we're just hoping that uh, you know, three or four of them will, will be ready and winning uh, to, to play their, their best game. Uh, we haven't picked the team yet, so uh, they won't know whether they're in or out. Just yet, but um, yeah, we, 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 we should be choosing from a full spot. And
1: where's
3: Cory Andrews
2: at
3: now? Um, it's just in the for and <laughs> there. But, um, where's he at? Um, still as silly as ever, <laughs> um, but he's close now. He is close, and uh, he is now competition for our uh, striking places, which is good. and. Uh, you know, he's had a long long time uh, injured um, and trying to get back to fitness but he's, he's there now so uh, that's like a, a new signing for us and uh, he's doing well at the moment. Do you think the playing more faithful got to see the best of him in his first couple of months here? I think we we'll start that to do you think uh, Has he got more to give? Do you think, do you, do you think uh, talking fans have seen the best of him? No, there? they haven't seen the best of him because when you see the best of someone they need several games to show you know what their average game is, what their best game is, what you know, not, not their best game. Um, but he's, he's now ready to, uh, he's desperate to get on that pitch and show, show what he can do and uh, I think he's got goals in him. He's quick, he's direct, he can get behind Teams, but it's good competition at the moment with uh, Will and um, and uh, Jarvis, you know. So, and they're both scoring goals at, at this moment in time. So, you yeah, know, it's good. It's good. You know, maybe we go three up front. Um, maybe not. <laughs> we'll go with what we we need to do to try and, in hindsight, um, not in hindsight, but you know, before the game to pick the team that's going to win the game and then. Great to have the subs on the bench. that doesn't affect the standard of the people that are on the pitch. What are you expecting from Oldham? Oldham on paper have got a very experienced, strong team. We think you know it's a big squad. Um, I don't know how many they've got injured. We'll have to wait and see on the day or if anyone's suspended. Um, but uh, we. They won't take us lightly, and we can't take them lightly. Uh, lightly. Um, so I'm sort of looking forward to it because it was, you know, like, you know, you have a bit of a feeling for a certain place, and uh, I had a big feeling for him, of course, when uh, Lee was manager. That was his first managerial job, and uh, he enjoyed it there, and he didn't particularly want to leave. But Barnesley came in for him, and uh, I think. You know, they, they got money for him, <laughs> so sometimes you don't have a choice, I and mean, you do have a choice, but it was a higher higher club, and uh, yeah. So I've got a bit of an affinity with the place. I, I'm looking forward to. it. I remember my my wife sitting right dead on the halfway line at Oldham and when me and Lee first played a game together, Yeovil versus Oldham at Oldham, and um, if she'd have had the crown on it, it'd have been just right because she'd have looked like the queen. You know, they have to. Be on the halfway line and have no favour to this side or this <laughs> side. Um, so, so I always remember that, that picture. Who won? Uh, we, we, we won there, I think, and they won at our place. So honours, honours even. We, we well beat them in one game, and I remember Karen's wife saying at the end of the game, I think we won 4 0 or something. In one game, and I did tell Lee we'd win four 0 about two days earlier, and uh, when it was four 0 at the end of the game, my missus looked at me a little bit, you know, with daggers, and she said, uh, "Couldn't you have just kept it to one?" <laughs> 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 and that's
2: that's the story. Uh. Um, and obviously, uh, we, we know we're approaching. Um, Really well into the season, when you start doubling up on teams, you play something you've already played already this season and obviously Christmas is approaching as well, so it, it is uh, getting a more
3: significant time there. Very significant. It, you know, Christmas and Easter are always very important times because the games come uh, very quickly and uh, you, you have to accumulate the points very very quickly otherwise you get lost or left behind. So um, uh, we know you know, it's not been a bad last six games, um, as far as points are concerned. We'd like to start getting the two points a game, which you know, if you get from the start of the season, you, you, you win the league. But um, so that means you know, every three games you've got to win two. So it's uh, you know still a, a hard task, but that's to get if you get the two points, you're well out of trouble from here on in. But um, we just gotta get that run run of wins and that's really getting that first one was, was massive and now we need to keep keep that going.
2: Because you look at Halifax who come from behind you and I think are now tenth. I mean it can still be done, can't it? What, getting out of
3: trouble Well not getting out of trouble, but actually really seems to get you up at the other end. Yeah, you to get up the other end you're gonna have to, you know, put a run of five, six wins together which If if you're up to three, then you've got a chance, of course. But um, but at the moment, we've we've got to be realistic in in where we are. and We've got to do everything we can to get out of the bottom four as quickly as we can. And then we'll worry about the rest of the season afterwards. So um, you can't leave it till the end of the season. Until the last few games of the season will still be in a relegation place. So we've got to make sure we get out of there. Pretty sharpish. I'm not sure, we will. Yeah. Thank you, Harry, No googlies there. Sorry? no googlies in there. Oh no, googlies. No, um, thank you. No, I thought you said no good news. It's all good news. <laughs> was all good. News. Ross Marshall has had quite an, quite an eventful
1: first season at Playmore. Yeah. Um, after he got sent off against Altringham. yeah. Obviously, you know, I don't know if you took took him off your Christmas card list or yeah. not. Quite. But he's come back in and he's been part of the defence that kept the clean sheets. Yeah. Um, He's got a big role
3: to play going forward? Yeah, he has. I mean, he's relatively, he looks a lot older than, than he is. Um, but, uh, you know, he's still learning the game, if you like. Um, he was unlucky that he had, it wasn't his fault, you know, he had a, a sort of like a haematoma in his his thigh and he's been treatment on it for a long, long time during the pre season and the early part of the season. Um, but he's had a lot of treatment and he's through it now. And uh, he just—he was—he felt his hamstring just slightly um, yeah. like against Dagenham, so we we took him off as precaution. And um, but he's he's fine, should be fine. Yeah. And um, yeah, he's, he'll will be like the others. He'll be competition, but he'll also play a big part in in what we're doing. He needs. He needs the games through his, his own um, uh, sense of you know, being a footballer. He doesn't like yeah. not playing. he's one of those that finds it hard not, not to play sort of thing. but um, as we always said him we've got to earn the right to play yeah. and, then, and now that's what he's, what he's done and uh, yeah he's going to be very important to us.: We've just been talking about um, Corey Andrews,
2: Aaron Jarvis, Will Goodwin. Of course, the fourth player who played up front on Saturday, last Saturday, was Dylan De Silva, and he seemed to give you a a different ingredient up front there. Um, Is that something that that bit of extra pace and and trickery seemed to worry Dagenham? um, Yeah, I think if you
3: if you had a race with Jarvis, Will, De Silva, and Andrews, um, it would be pretty close. It would be very close. Not you know it wouldn't they all are quick and, and Dylan looks a little bit quicker sometimes because of his action but uh, we've got some quick strikers and although Dylan does give you that um, that sort of dribbling pace if you like um, and, he, and he did very well he did very well so that's, yeah you're right it's another one that's competition for the, the to you know, two centre forwards yeah. whatever it is we we play. Um, and, he, and he, he can, he'll do a job. He'll do a job. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Gary, the um the, the lone players, you I'm thinking of Ness specifically, you know, he comes in, he does a great job for you for a month or, or so and and then you lose him again, which obviously you kind of you mm-hmm. plan, but how difficult is it for for you when you've got a player that kind of Sets himself in the team, does really well, and then you know you have a, a good period with him, and then suddenly you lose him, and you yeah, change
3: things around all again. Yeah, the I know. Um, story of my life, <laughs> but, but that's how it is. You know, when um, when you're in those types of situations, yeah. you know, you don't get them players unless there's a callback. You know, because the better players, of course, that come come here on loan. Are very close to the first teams mm-hmm. of where they've come from, and uh, you know the day that he left, the following day he was in the first team. That was, you know, what the uh, the management said that uh, he, would be, he would be playing, and, and he did play. And the reason why he didn't go back a week earlier was because um, of the cup, mm-hmm. and you know they, they promised us that they, we could play him in the cup. Um, can't remember exactly the sequence of that. Is that? Uh, yeah, because he got—he was cut tied, yes. wasn't he? They were—they allowed him to be cut yeah, tied, and they were in a really really cup game. game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, it's—it's it's unlucky, and it's happened to us quite often. Yeah. Um, and and it's always very difficult to get them back because they normally do well. They go back. Everybody's happy with us. They're happy with the player. we're the only ones unhappy because we've lost (laughs) them after we've put a little bit of work in them. On the flip side, it's
0: like like you said, for the player it's great and obviously they monitor him while he's there him and talk to
3: him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean we have to be pretty sure when we bring in a loan that they can do the job Um, and I think 90% 90 of our loans, if you look back, have been successful. You know, yes of course you get the odd loan that Is not successful for whatever reason Um, and they have to go back but we had a real bad spell if you remember of injuries where we couldn't fill it you know we only had like three on the bench and all that sort of thing and then we had to get like we felt two centre halves in because we had no centre halves on loan that gave us seven loans so you can't use seven loans you can only use five in the squad so that that was a a little bit bitty as well that was a bit too mishmashy, so we had to you know, manage it, and, uh, but we've got through that side now, we've got five loans all doing well. And so, you so know, got the number, balance right um, Yeah, yeah the, I think the balance is okay yeah. right at this minute. And, I mean, if Harry Kane becomes available <laughs> loan, then of course we can't get him. But. Did I hear you right last weekend that in addition to Mark
2: and um, Stephen Weir, is that you've secured Dylan De Silva for uh, a bit longer, I think you said that before, the
3: kick-off last Saturday. Yeah, exactly. I say that, I I always say that because, when when you take somebody on loan, whatever, it's difficult to say publicly how long that loan's gonna be, because if somebody does well, we don't want other people knowing that the loan's only for a month, for instance. Do you know what I mean? Let them do their own work and don't put it in their laps. Um, And so, you know, we tend not to go, it's a year loan or it's a six month loan or it's a one month loan or whatever, because it's, you're giving information. We've lost, we lost a couple of players early in their loans because other clubs were interested, you know, do you know what I mean? And then, so the club then brings them back sometimes so that they can go into a league club, for instance. Um, you're only allowed three clubs in a year, so sure, you, so there, there are rules on that, so people can't keep doing that. But um, if they do well for us, then generally the teams want them back after the loan period, and so thanks a lot. And, um, and of course if you, and do,
2: if you do loan somebody for say six months or a year, Everybody says, oh, great, well, we've got them closing, but there is still a recall. For well, there, there's all, there's,
3: if you've got someone, a season, there's nearly always a recall after six months, yeah. you know, in January, so, yeah. um, and most things go like window to window sort of stuff, and so yeah. there's a few that we're going to have to renegotiate for in, in, uh, in the near future. Yeah. Yeah.
0: For the players themselves, do you think that they enjoy going out on loan? Do, do, do you get players with different attitudes, different thoughts on it? Because I mean, you joked about Harry Kane, but he went out on loan about ten times. Yeah, he
3: before. did. No, he did. Yeah, it was too late now, aren't we? We missed that one. But uh, it, it's, it's it's true, and some do come in without that. We have to talk e yeah. fire. That's what I always say. And, and it, it, we'll, we'll, we get to know whether they've got that personality, uh, whether they're into what we do, we show them our principles take and what we're looking for. You need to learn our language, our football language. Um, and then we can generally see pretty early on um, whether they're gonna be right into it. And you try and explain to them, to them that your main club is gonna be watching your games. And, and, and if you wanna play, you're going to have to play the way we want you to play, um, which would be similar to, you know, because we've discussed it with the parent club. Um, and if you don't, then, if I'm not playing you, then they're, they're not going to be happy with you or us. Um, but I'm not going to play you if you, you haven't got that sense of, you know, I am now talking. Do you know what I mean? Instead of, Wherever it was they come from. Yeah, exactly. And most of them, because we do a little bit of own work on them, um, most of them have, that have come in have done okay, have done well, and uh, and they do. We do, you know, we we do well for the parent club and for the player at this club because we work with them, we look after them, we report back to the parent club, we show them their stats, the GPS stats, you know. From what they've been doing every day, what they do over the week, so we're 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 a good we're a good club for for a loan. Um, And then some people say, well, um, uh, why do we need loans? Why do we have to go and get loans? You look at every team our our level and and maybe even the level levels higher. A couple of but uh, you need loans because a you're not paying. Than the finance that the parent club's paying them. So you're getting a player that's worth that with them and you get, you know, we all get a little bit off it sometimes and sometimes you've got to a full whack. So it's, um, so it helps with the, the budgeting side of things um, if you bring in, in loans. But then they generally look at people we had like Sam Sharon and um, Randall. Uh, Even Jude McKenna. I mean, we can we can go them for them all and, and say, you know, they they became, they loved the crowd, the crowd loved them. Do you know what I mean? We wouldn't have seen them otherwise if they hadn't come on loan, and and, we, and sometimes you can change, turn that loan maybe at some stage into a, into a signing. Which we have done. Yeah. Which we have yeah. done as well. Yeah. Well, we did. With Connor, didn't we kind yeah, yeah. of did. Yeah. Bristol City
0: put a bit of extra DJ into that on the other side of Gary Johnson there. there I did you?
1: mate sometimes I just like to go a little bit smashy and nicey on the, on the whole thing.
0: And uh, yeah so what, what's, what's the song of choice for, for this podcast?
1: Uh, it's got to be the Lone Ranger, hasn't uh, it? Yeah the Lone Arranger. Uh Gary very interesting there uh, on the subject of loans so we'll return to that but let's let's wind back and let's just enjoy thinking about that win at Dagenham and Redbridge. Rewind. Bit. Rewind. <laughs> It's our best league position since September the 24th. Is it? Good when, Good, when good That
0: which I'm going to steal from you.
1: Yeah, so it's yep. our best position and it's our first clean sheet since August the 13th. And
3: Wow, is it that long? We kept
1: clean sheets in the first two games of the season against Oldham and against Halifax oh, and we haven't done it since. Wow, okay, that is good. So that's... Uh, without
0: without Mr Ness after bigging yeah, him up.
1: Absolutely. And I mentioned Ross Marshall to Gary yeah. when we were talking there because... I mean, he, he's had a colourful season, hasn't he? He's been sent yeah. off twice.
0: Did you notice Gary, Gary didn't sort of deny or, or <laughs> the, the, the reference to the Christmas Well Well,
1: when, when, when Ross got himself sent off against Alteringham in that amazing 4-all draw, uh, it was a daft red card, as I'm sure Silly. he'd be the first Not the admit. first daft red card he's done of the no. season. So, you know, Gary wasn't very pleased. But he brought him back in again last Saturday. Well, I think I,
0: I was in, it was interesting, you know, because I, I, I would have put money on Ali Omar being the choice. Absolutely. To, I, uh, I
1: assumed Ali would be. I it.
0: assumed and put it in the preview without even really thinking about Ross Marshall. Um, so,
1: yeah, tactically, he, very good move. But he's back in with mm. Ross Marshall and Mark Ellis together. Yeah. As uh, as center Ellis
0: is staying for a while.
1: We don't know how long. Which, again, is interesting yep. on Gary's chat. The reasons why, you know, it, it, we tear our hair out a little bit because you can't find I've, out how I've long people... I've not got much to tear
0: out, to be fair, guys.
1: <laughs> and I need a haircut. But, um, you know, we, we never quite find out how long these loans are and Gary's given us the reasoning behind that because mm. you don't want to tip up other teams. I suppose in these days of social media, it's not as if these stories just appear in your local evening newspaper and nobody else picks up on them. No,
0: exactly. Um, you know, a, a fan can glean as much information as they want by yeah. trawling the net nowadays, can't they? So, um, you know, it's, um, it is it is an interesting... I'm not sure how much I agree with him.
1: It's strange, though, isn't it? Because we know we've got Mark I Ellis mean, for mean, a bit longer, but we don't know how long. Yeah. We don't know how long we've got Stephen Wyand for. We don't know how long we've got Dylan De Silva for. No. We know, that we know that Kieran l- Evans and Will Goodwin are on season-long Yeah,
0: I, I, I'm not completely sure that, that anyone who would want to know can't find out within the realms of, of, of the football industry.
1: True, true, uh, I suppose. And
0: anyone important who wants to know is going to be able to find out, I think. I'm not sure. Mm. Uh, but then, you know, put all the guards up at
1: you, that you can
0: and yeah. and yeah. hope that Quite. it works. Quite. So.
1: But, it, I mean, it's good news for us. Those three players are um, particularly useful to us at the moment. Dylan De Silva. We Interestingly,
0: like, played up front and then score, uh, we scored from, a, f- from him putting a hook in. Yeah, yeah, but he's... Doing a, his
1: usual job. I, I mean, I like him. He, yeah. He's one of those players... That, dedicated. You know, he he he's,
0: seems, seems up for it. You know, yeah. dedicated. And,
1: and if you're in two minds whether to go to a game, if you know Dylan De Silva's playing, he's... he's uh, We've had a, a bit of a production line of good loan signings from QPR. Haven't yeah, we? we have Sinclair Armstrong, well, the, the, Stephen it, Duke McKenna,
0: indeed, and 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 Dylan Silva. It's, it's interesting that uh, he seems to have formed relationships with clubs. Now, I mean, obviously, mm. Gary's had relationships with, with all sorts of clubs over yeah. the years um, uh, at his different times at different clubs himself. But but at the moment, you know, that Charlton one and that. Um, the Bournemouth one and now QPR, the Crystal Palace. Yeah, what, yeah. Oh, sorry, not, QPR, well, and yeah, Crystal Palace. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, those those seem to be quite good relationships mm. at the moment, which is which is always good.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think we probably have Paul Hall to thank a little bit yeah, for it. Yeah, you know, yeah. An, a, a illustrious ex girl who's up at QPR.
0: Yeah, did I see Paul Hall is. <laughs> In temporary charge at QPR, I think he
1: is. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think I didn't he know because they're between managers, aren't they?
0: Their manager who turned down Wolves... Yeah. Uh, early in the season, um, we, we were all quite surprised that he was even linked with the Walls job, has gone to Rangers. Yeah. Now it turns out he was Stephen Gerrard's assistant at Rangers, so there is, a, there is a history there, so that's why he's gone there. But um, turning down a Premiership club to go to Rangers, uh, interesting. interesting. However, um, there's probably a couple of months gap in between those two offers, and, and maybe things have changed there. But Paul Hall, uh, I believe, is caretaker manager there for, for the time being.
1: Maybe it's a prospect of European football. Let's turn. Yeah, maybe for, uh, maybe uh, it
0: is. Yeah, that's true. With yeah, the yeah, best
1: yeah. will in the world, yeah. Wolves are not probably going to be in Europe next no, season. No, no. Whereas Rangers almost certainly no. are. Well, you could bet. D to your house on Rangers getting yes. one of the European yeah, spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, Another little start as well, Ross Marshall. That was his first start since since the Alltrium game. Was it? How long was it? So he's had a few little injury yeah. problems. He's been suspended a couple of times. I just jotted that down because it was it was good to see him back in the side mm. as a member of the centre backs union. It's um it's good to see Ross Marshall back in the side.
0: Yeah, well done.
1: I, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm only an honorary member of that, obviously. But did
0: um, you get a d- diploma?
1: <laughs> no, I failed. <laughs> okay. I failed the diploma miserably. <laughs> So, Oldham coming up on Sunday, not Saturday.
0: Yeah, another one. Like Gary said, it's the fourth TV game of the season yeah. and uh, he's getting used to it now. Turning turning into drama just rather than just a, a soap opera.
1: Well, yes. well, And we do give good value for money, don't we? Yeah, we, we know, do. The, the, the goals, th- goals, goals. We've had a four-all. We've had a two-all. We've had um, the, the Derby game up there, which was a little bit one-sided. But, you know, we, we do give <coughs> give good telly, don't mm, we? Mm. Um I wouldn't have expected to be previewing this game with Oldham and Scunthorpe, the bottom two, the
0: bottom two clubs in the league. Now, we're
1: above Oldham. You were
0: snubbed by the Oldham podcast I was, last yeah. night. Yeah, oh, cruelly. Uh, sorry, Dave, yeah. if you're listening, but I did. I did send. Uh, I, I couldn't do it last night because I was out and you, the, the the chat from the Oldham podcast, which I did at the start of the season, I very much enjoyed. Very good uh, visual podcast. Um, I couldn't do it last night when he texted about half past mm. two in the afternoon, so it was a bit late to change plans. Uh, I offered them you guy. Yeah. They 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 took your number and then they They never you. phoned it. No,
1: I know. I was sat there eight forty five last night with my best shoes on, waiting to go on the podcast. I know. Uh, no, there was, no call came. From it's Oldham. a shame,
0: isn't it? You anyway, you missed out, guys. I you know. old guys. But well, my my reference to them is the fact that they were a bit blase about the national league at the start yeah. of the season <clears throat> and um, thought that the. Uh, my warnings of of the transition between league and a non-league is 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 harder than you think. Yeah. And uh, they they uh, they were lovely guys and everything, but I don't think they really understood what I was going on about. And now I am absolutely sure they do.
1: I don't remember a season where two relegated teams have been in the bottom two. No. You, I mean, one of them sometimes comes a little bit unstuck, but it's very unusual for both for of them. For both to of them,
0: plummet. yeah. Scum are in trouble as well, aren't they? The they w- are. Wages problems and stuff as well. So it'll be interesting to see if uh, those two can get out of it. I mean, we've
1: got to get out of it, yet, yeah. so let's not speak too soon. And, the, I mean, the teams... Well, like we prefer the f- them to stay there, <laughs> to because work. that's that's two places, isn't it, the four? Well, this is it. I mean, as Gary referred to, Maidstone are beginning to pull themselves clear. Gateshead are obviously no mugs. They're not a great side, but they battle hard. Yeah. Yeovil have steadied the ship a little bit with yeah. Mark Cooper up there. Halifax, as you mentioned, Halifax were down among the dead men for the first ten games of the season, yeah. and now they've pulled right through, touching distance of the playoffs. Yeah, so they're they're going well. But I'm, I'm amazed. Oldham in twenty third place with the yeah. resources they had. still a, a, a lot parachute of payment there? Yeah, they were. Have they got the parachute payment as well? They they got, and
0: like yeah, and like Gary said, they've got a very good yeah. squad there. He's he's looked at their players on paper and thought, wow. I think he'd like some of those players. Yeah, they've um, been experienced experience, but there manager. was a lot of bluster about that um, new owner taking over, and suddenly they thought that they were going to make you know the, the, it was going to be the world of difference. Yeah. It turned out not to be. David Underworth, the manager, obviously um, the previous man left. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the fans' choice, at, uh, uh, even though he'd seen relegation with him. I think he came in probably too late to to help avoid that but he was the fan's choice uh, yeah. the, the chap from Chesterfield whose name is completely escaping me right now uh, he's gone and David Answorth is in we all remember yeah. David Unsworth as the Everton defender and uh, yeah well,
1: and having not, a hard time having a hard time yeah. the
0: fans yeah. Yeah. seemingly don't really want him there
1: yeah but uh, I mean it's, it's a terrible set of circumstances if you're an Oldham fan they're commiserations but that's the kind of league that we're in when that when the, um,
0: the new chairman uh rode his trike down to Torquay yeah. at the start of the season and broke down on the broke way broke down at Walsall maybe yeah. maybe that was was some kind of message that he should have listened to but the, ro- mean, the road isn't always yeah. going to be yeah, so smooth
1: I mean this is the first team that we're playing for a second time isn't it this is the mm-hmm. first reverse fixture mm-hmm. of the season it was 0-0 at Playmore on the opening day it wasn't a great game it wasn't a the great
0: likely. game um and we came away not really knowing whether that was because it was too good. To, I don't think we played too badly that day, and nor did they. I think we cancelled each other out, but it was it was hard to work out whether we cancelled each other out because we yeah. were both very good or both crap. So,
1: and here we are, four or five months <laughs> Yeah, later, knowing tw- the answer. <laughs> 21st yeah. and 23rd. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, yeah, tricky. Big game then. Um, the proverbial six-pointer for both teams. Yeah, they're all
0: 12-pointers now, guys. are. <laughs> oh
1: that's inflation for yeah, yeah yeah um but i mean olden will be desperate to win that game yeah we are desperate to win games. everyone's
0: yeah. desperate to win games yeah. but i mean you know you, uh, gary is desperate to win more than one game on the trot
1: yeah <laughs> can you win one game on the trot no <laughs> i know what you mean yeah. yeah i know what you mean it's It's getting back to the Scrooge thing again, isn't it? Your heart celebrated that Dagenham and Redbridge win on Saturday, but your head says, right, now let's do it again and again and again. Because otherwise, Otherwise Gary Gary talks about, you know, I I, I did one of my Excel spreadsheet graphs the other day, which I'm not going to let you see because my laptop's not switched on. But... One line with two points per game, which is your promotion form. One line with one point per game, which is survival form. And we are tracking well below that. We're starting to catch that line now.
0: The um, the interesting thing is that Gary brought up the two point uh, thing for the first time in a long time mm. again yeah. today. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you, I mean, you've been tracking that two point line, even though we're well below it. You oh, know, we it's, we're, it's,
1: we're below the, well below the one point line.
0: Yeah, it's. Yeah, we've got a long way to go before we, we start thinking we about that again.
1: We have, but let's enjoy it while we can, yeah. and let's hope to yeah. get something. Actually, funnily enough, this just reminds me. I bumped into a lady in Liddles the other mm-hmm. on Saturday morning. I don't know who she was. She obviously recognised me from the mugshot in the paper, and she just came straight up and started talking football, which is great. Yeah. So we managed to um, to while away five minutes in the um, in the baked beans aisle talking about football. The baked and beans we, aisle. And we we finished off by saying. Wouldn't it be great if we can get something at Dagenham this afternoon? And neither of us thought that was terribly Are likely. you
0: going to Lidl again
1: this weekend? I am going to Lidl Look again out this for weekend. Her. And I w- if we meet yeah. by the baked beans again. It will become a thing. <laughs> <laughs> the, yes, it's, it's the baked beans moment. But, it's, um,
0: it's the odd socks, isn't it? It's, a, the it's
1: all the superstitions. has got to be done. but And we were right. We did get something.
0: Yeah, it? brilliant. Well done. Baked beans aisle.
1: It. Um, it's got to be the baked beans aisle. It's though. got to be yeah, the baked yeah. beans aisle. Other teams that got something out of it on Saturday, let's talk about the FA Vars. Indeed. For a bit. Uh, commiserations, first of all, to Bovey, who went down 7 0. Yeah,
0: that, that was a difficult one. I mean, it's a, Hartbury University is a
1: sports university. Yeah they're mainly known for his rugby like you say their rugby team is yeah. extraordinarily yeah. good and their football team is obviously pretty handy but as um, well.
0: they tonked Bovey 7-0 uh, up there so uh, well done to, to Hartbury but commiserations to Bovey I think Bovey had gone further than they expected anyway Yeah, but we still have still two so teams. we had three teams in our, our newspaper footprint Yeah, um, from Devon who were the only three teams left in the FA Vars from Devon
1: and Cornwall And we now have two teams in the last 32. Yeah, so
0: two great results.
1: Buckland beat Laverstock and Ford 3-0. Yeah. With a hat trick from Ryan Bush. Yeah, Bushy's on fire. Yes, your defence is terrified. Yeah, Yeah, there's a a song in that. Uh, And Brixham won on penalties at Shaftesbury, thanks to some heroics from none other than Grant Fisher.
0: Now, we all know Grant Fisher. (laughs) You know, he's he's a a character. I love him to death. Um, His time as Buckland ladies... uh, Manager while he was goalie at Buckland uh, was great fun. Um, Now he's the manager, uh, sorry, the uh, goalkeeper at Brixham. Yeah. Saved, Saved. yeah. All the penalties have been scored. Yeah. He saved their fourth one. And then I think Tim Porter said in the the manager said in his text to me, then he decided he wanted to take the fifth.
1: (laughs) And who's going to argue yeah, with Grant Fisher? Scored it, of course. Yeah, scored yeah. it, drilled it in by the sound yeah.
0: of it. I said, knowing knowing Grant, I bet he was over the moon afterwards, wasn't he? Yeah. And he said, no. To be fair, he he was he, he just wanted to score that goal. Yeah,
1: and he scored, scored it for him. Yeah, I mean, this is great news for two go ahead local clubs again. Commiserations that we're not talking about, Bobby. The last thirty-two in the national mm-hmm. competition yeah that's brilliant and they've both got home draws yeah both got home draws buckland are at home to ascot of whom i yeah. know nothing at all
0: They're, they won't be at the races
1: i'm <laughs> gonna get <laughs> them
0: all in i'm gonna get them all in before oh, i yeah. before i'm tempted to write them in the paper oh next this week. this is heavy going today <laughs> it's not until january that's the thing so oh, it's a long yeah. race to oh. go Yet, <clears throat>
1: is this going to go on for long
0: <laughs> oh
1: Brixham are at home to, to Rains Park Vale, who Rains I know nothing Park about. Rains Park Vale,
0: there? which is down near Wimbledon in London.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, I, I remember I remember being at Rains Park Station once. I can't remember where I was going.
1: Now, I don't know. I haven't looked at the fixtures for that weekend, but wouldn't it be great if if, if Tokyo were away Yeah, that no, weekend? we should
0: yeah, should look at that. There's an interesting... Uh, now, this is testing me. I think it's Rains Park rather than Ascot, but I can't remember which one. But the manager, I think, of Rains Park is a guy called I can't remember his first name but Gallagher and he is the older brother of Conor Gallagher of the England World Cup squad
1: off of the England World off Cup of squad off of the England
0: World Cup squad Who hasn't played yet admittedly no, but, uh, no. so yeah so he's the, old, the manager of that team is the older brother of an England World Cup squad member
1: so that, I, that's going to be great oh and John
0: Stones is his assistant
1: <laughs> Okay. John Stones
0: the old Wimbledon player Scales John Scales, not Scales. John Stones, John Stones, he's know, you, another World you, Cup bloke. you got your weights mixed up. <laughs> yeah, John's, oh John. very good, we're quick
1: today. We are quick today. It's yeah, John Scales, uh,
0: yeah, John Scales is uh, is his assistant, so there's <laughs> interesting stories so, uh, to come out of there to to, to to write about before the big game, and January G- the 14th or yeah. the 13th, I think it is.
1: They'll be great games, we yeah, look forward to that. congratulations to the teams, and if Turkey are away... As I think Brixham put uh, put on their Twitter feed. Let's pack the park.
0: So yeah, and I, I think and it was park. Rains Park who put. Oh, here we go. It won't be cars for this one. Two hundred miles to Devon.
1: <laughs> so they're, they're they're delighted. They're in they're in the right frame <laughs> of mind already. Been watching the World Cup, Rich. Mm-hmm. Reckon England can beat France. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm. Well, yeah. I I'm <laughs> one of these. But, I mean, I I I said to Ann, well, my my mate Andy before the Senegal game. Or oh, I'm not sure about this and no, that. Uh, he came out for coffee yesterday, and I said, "Oh, I'm not sure about France." And the uh,
1: thing is, if if good France and he called me,
0: up, what did he call me? A, a, a negative Nelly.
1: Negative Nelly. Yeah,
0: which is odd because my wife's Nelly, My wife's name is Nell, so. How strange. strange. No, he called me a negative ninny, ninny. That's what it was.
1: If good France turn up. They good France is there a bad but, France well they're one of the group games they turned up as if the other team just had to stand and watch yeah, them yeah they did didn't they and um, you know it, it, it was that kind of shrug the shoulders French thing we are we are the best Gallic team in mentality the world. yeah and you, you can't possibly beat us yeah and they did well let's hope they turn up if that France turns up yeah. England have got every chance we have got I think the best squad the depth is there the isn't depth
0: it? of the squad yeah. I think it is fantastic Um, France have got a good squad but they haven't got the depth that we've got and so they've got the dangerous players that we know about.
1: And they've got a quite, if you believe what you read um, and, you know, what journalists are like, but, you know, France has got a fairly volatile squad. Yeah. France are a bit like the Netherlands have been in previous World Cups whereas you can't say that of England. Gareth Southgate's squad is a team in every sense.
0: If you you can take off, you know, um, Saka and Foden and bring
1: on um Mason Mount, players like that. Yeah. I, I, I was gonna say the the depth of the squad with play, if you can afford to start a game without Foden and Mount.
0: Yeah. And players like you that. You can drop you can drop um Rashford after scoring two goals yeah. and it's and it's not a big thing. No. You know no no one's going, Oh my god, he's dropped the player, has just scored yeah. two goals and had a great game.
1: And Rashford um, himself isn't going off in a sulk about it.
0: Exactly. exactly. Unlike
1: some players that yeah. we've seen yeah. in the World Cup. Yeah. So yeah, I'd, Are you talking about Ronaldo? I might be. Oh. I might okay. be. He's, it's, isn't it a massively rapid fall from grace for Ronaldo? My
0: mum doesn't listen to this podcast, so it's fine. But she keeps on texting me about Ronnie Aldo, <laughs> and it really annoys me. <laughs>
1: Just call him Ronaldo. Ronnie Aldo. Yeah, but I mean, after that interview with that whining entitled brat um, talking to Ronaldo um, was. Uh, <laughs> It's been a fall from grace since then, hasn't it? Yes, yeah, so just, has. just everything has just been a spiral downhill from in there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I see what you did there, by the way.
1: I just thought I'd sneak that right <laughs> in. Do you reckon Piers will sue? Yeah, probably. Yeah, this could be my last podcast ever. But yeah, I, I mean, England have got every chance, and then if they do, it's just a small matter of Argentina or Netherlands in the semi, just a small matter, and probably Brazil in the final. Yeah, it's not an easy path, is it? No, that, uh, but, that know, side of the draws turned out to be quite much, a lot harder has, than the other side. It of the has,
0: draw. but then I'm going to pull a cliche out of the air you have to beat who's in front of you to get to the final.
1: Oh, and you can't call yourselves world champions unless you've beaten the best teams in the world. No. So if your England squad can beat France, Argentina, and Brazil over the next couple of weeks, you're world champions. World champions, yeah. What could be simpler than that? Absolutely. And it, I think it's possible. I think I, I, I love the way the Englands, you know, it, it's great for me because the team that I was passionately supporting came home quite some time ago. Yeah. Um, so it's I, I'm really enjoying sitting back and thinking this England squad is really oh, yeah, good. Yeah, i just realised
0: you're getting quite excited about
1: an England team. Well, I, well, I am. I, you know, just from a, the Welshman a, a, in you is raging as a a, a slightly detached. Football supporter to look at a squad like that and think, yeah, they might just pull this. it did
0: occur to me the other day that I wonder if if you and Kiefer Moore are the only 2 painting Payton-born Welshmen.
1: <laughs> yeah, we probably are. Yeah, we probably are. I, I think um, should get you in a room. I, th- I think do, I, do do a chat. I, th- I think I'm I'm more Welsh than Kiefer is. I think my 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 dad was Welsh. I think Kiefer's qualification goes a generation further. I think back I than think that.
0: Kiefer's more Italian than he is Welsh, <laughs> <Yes>. isn't he?
1: <laughs> But there we go home after the first couple of weeks, and well, at least they've but home,
0: but home with you know some credit.
1: Yeah, and time to do their Christmas shopping and yeah, everything. Yeah, no yeah. problem at all. Oh, the, the other thing that I jotted down with before we spoke to Gary, and we kind of we, we we didn't touch on it while the microphones were on, but I thought it was interesting to look and see. Well, the fact that he called us all homeless people as <laughs> yeah, yeah. we walked in. Yeah, we did all we shuffle all shuffle in in big overcoats, etc. Yeah. Actually, that place up at uh, South Devon College would be one of those warm spaces, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's warmer yeah, than it we are in here. That. That's yeah, a point. Check anyway. out the students. Absolutely. But the, the players that have left Torquay yeah. over, the, it, over the summer and yeah. how many games yeah. they've played for their clubs. Yeah. So we didn't get a chance to talk about it with Gary. Perhaps we will at some point. I looked at a few of them. I can't find any games this season for Sean MacDonald at Cheltenham. Okay. Don't think it's he's second playing. Second goalkeeper, so he's he's just playing. sitting on the bench. Don't think he's playing. Uh, Lucas Covalan is at Chesterfield on loan from Port Vale. He's played nine times this season. Yeah. He got sent off in the first game. Yeah. But he has played. Yeah. Uh, but that's kind of a pattern. Conor Lemonhay yeah. Evans has had nine appearances for Stockport, mainly from the bench. Yeah. He was on the bench for the cup game G- last night. Gary, Gary said that they got a strong squad there, though, didn't he? Yeah. Joe Lewis, nine games for Stockport. That's such a shame, isn't it? I'm surprised about that. Yeah. I spoke to a mate of mine who's a Stockport fan. He was very excited about getting Connor. And I said, OK, but you've got an even better player yeah. in Joe Lewis, but yeah. they're not using him. Uh, and Armani Little, uh, he's played 17 games for Forest Green Rovers Yeah, a, bit more. Yeah. a little bit more. He's kind of in the squad. There you go. It wouldn't be a podcast without a dog barking at the postman, would it? Go for it, Ernie. But um, that's the Jack Russell bark if ever I've heard one.
0: And time has passed.
1: And time has passed. I've had a trip to the front door. There's nobody there. But Ernie's um, Ernie's letting us know anyway. Yeah, so, absolutely. Which kind of brings us towards the end of the podcast. We had a yeah. lot of time with Gary today. Gary was very generous with his time this morning. I'm giving Ernie a pat. And we've rambled on quite enough. Uh, big, big, top, top, big game at Oldham Sunday TV. TV. It's on BT yeah. Sport.
0: Yeah. Next as if you haven't had enough TV uh, yesterday when there was no. World Cup on TV yeah. like tonight. It, it felt a bit better. What did you it's end up watching rubbish. instead? I didn't.
1: I didn't end up watching Jamie Oliver cooking did yeah. for Christmas. Yeah. He's rubbish
0: at football. <laughs> yes. uh, and he plays naked. What? Well, naked chef, but naked football. Oh, player. I see. Yeah. Well,
1: you frighten me then. <laughs> Next week, we'll be talking about the FA Trophy because talking we well about going yeah. on the 17th. Chippenham. The following week, I think I'm going to do a little bit of a quiz. We'll see if we can get Tomo in. Oh, yeah. And we'll have a little bit of a quiz Keep it for Christmas. Because oh. Tomo's
0: got those those, those 70s and 60s in his... In his uh...
1: I'll do that. You're like one of those people who, when they ask a question about um, something historic on Pointless, they say, I, well, I, I wasn't alive then. And as our old mate Nigel Lines used to say, I wasn't alive in 1066, but I know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. What happened? <laughs> thanks for listening it's been yeah, good it's to been have
0: brilliant. you yeah it's been brilliant I don't know why I said that no, it has
1: been brilliant it has yeah, been brilliant it's yeah. been brilliant thanks for your time if you're going up to Oldham on Sunday uh, take care it's going to be a bit chilly it's on the road be icy out it. there yeah. have a safe journey and we'll talk to you again next week in the meantime come, come on you, you yellows.
0: yellows come on you yellows flying high below Wembley archway sky today come on you yellows